2: And this is Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper, son of legendary golfer Billy Casper, talking golf with you for more than two decades.
3: And now, here's Brian and Bob. Yeah, we've been talking golf a long time. Welcome in to this week's edition of Real Golf Radio. It's a pleasure to be with you, Brian Taylor, alongside Bob Casper. And we've got a great show for you, Troy Merritt. He's a two-time winner on the PGA Tour. He's playing at the Amex this week out in the desert. He's going to join us, and here's a little interesting thing about Troy. Troy's about as down to earth a guy as you'll ever come across. He doesn't get all caught up in the hype of being a uh, you know ten plus years out there on the PGA Tour. And I tried to ask him about equipment and stuff, and he just nodded. He... <laughs> Wait till you hear the conversation about putters and and what what. <laughs> I was having to explain to him what heel waiting was. He's like, put the ball, you'll hear him. Put, put the, the ball, ball behind in front of the putter. <laughs> Stroke the ball, go in the hole. That's all he's looking for. Yeah, anyway, that's it. A very simple tour pro, Troy Merritt, will join us. Great guy. Um, yeah. Good friend of ours. Rex Hoggard, also Golf Channel, is going to stop by in the back nine, as well as America's favorite caddy. And a discussion sprung up at work this week that had me thinking, Bob. Uh, the discussion was standing around my desk. And all these, I was the only one that had played Augusta National, and these um, gentlemen were obviously big golfers and golf fans, and they said, given the opportunity to play at Augusta or Cyprus, which, you know, pretty good choices, which would you choose? And my good friend that 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 I work with, he he was straight up. I would play Augusta National a hundred times and a hundred times again before I chose any other golf course ha- if I was given the opportunity to play at Augusta National. And I just it made me think. I was like, wow, that is that's saying something.
4: It's a big deal, absolutely. And you've had the fortune of playing it. I've had the fortune of playing Augusta National. Uh, we haven't played Cypress Point, but still. I would pick Augusta National every time, too, as my first pick to play.
3: Every single time. Even if you'd every played there, time. you're with him. you played it 100 times. It doesn't matter. All right, we'll ask I'd the caddy. We'll ask the caddy about that. We'll ask uh, Rex Hoggard about that as well. Uh, we'll get your thoughts. Hit us up on Twitter, at Real Golf. Given the opportunity. It's interesting. And why? Why Augusta? I mean, I think it goes without say. It's the most amazing place in yep. the world. But so Pebble and Cyprus and St. Andrews and... That's a few places out there. Anyway, we'll talk about it. I'll come up next here on Real Golf Radio.
0: Are you looking to improve your baseball swing? You need the Rip Grip Pro. Co created by Dodgers AAA star Drew Avins, the Rip Grip Pro will help you stay palm up, palm down, and pull the barrel of the bat through the zone instead of pushing it. Check out Drew's videos at ripgrippro.com and you'll see how this can help you or the baseball player in your family improve your ABs. Get the adjustability in your swing that you need. Go to ripgrippro.com. That's ripgrippro.com.
1: Did you know that driving under the influence of marijuana is illegal? Driving high will get you a
3: DUI. And if you're wondering if law enforcement can tell you're driving high, well, everyone else
1: can. Friends?
5: I can tell you drove high. Parents? I can tell when you drive high
1: relatives. I can tell. You drove here high, didn't you?
3: So what makes you think law enforcement can't? I can tell. If you feel different, you
2: drive
5: different. Drive high, get a DUI. Paid for by NHTSA.
0: Get back to business and start the year strong with an HP printer from Staples. Like the HP LaserJet MFP M234SDWE printer. This compact, multifunction printer features blazing fast print speeds. It's the fastest two-sided printer in its class. Plus, with the HP Smart App, you can print, scan, and copy from anywhere. And Staples has the best deals on a full range of HP printers. Right now, save up to $100 on the HP LaserJet. But hurry, this offer is good this week only. Offer good in-store and online. Ends 114.
5: This report is sponsored by Coca-Cola. Start your new year with real Coke taste and zero sugar. Coke Zero Sugar is now available at participating Burger King restaurants. Coke Zero Sugar will fuel your new year with that great Coke taste. Satisfy your hunger and enjoy Coke Zero Sugar with a piping hot breakfast sandwich, like a sausage, egg, and cheese sandwich. Its sizzling sausage, fluffy egg, and melted American cheese on a toasted croissant makes for a delicious breakfast to start your morning right. And don't forget the crispy hash browns. Or if the flame-grilled Whopper sandwich, BK Royal crispy chicken sandwich, or chicken fries are your fave, you are in luck, because all Burger King menu items pair perfectly with an ice-cold Coke Zero Sugar. It's the perfect no-sugar-sparkling beverage that goes great with everything. Coke Zero Sugar is a great way to start 2023. And since you rule, you can enjoy it all year, too, at participating U.S. Burger King restaurants.
2: Now, back to Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper.
3: Brian and Bob with you. Thanks so much for being a part of the show. It's brought to you in part by Black Desert Resort in St. George, Utah. Check out blackdesertresort.com and find out how remarkable is within reach at Black Desert. There are exclusive real estate opportunities, so you can be a part of this amazing golf course resort. You're talking about a Tom Weiskopf championship design, 19 holes. All 19 holes will be open in May. The Resort Center Hotel, 450-room hotel, which is under construction and will open in two years. Residential villages like the Golf Village, uh, surrounding the practice area, so you're steps away from uh, the 36-hole putting course, Family Village, which sits uh, surrounding a full water park, including flow riding, surfing, and uh, rapid rides, and lazy rivers, and all that good stuff. And then, of course, there's trails and, and all kinds of fun things to do out there in the desert, as along with uh, shopping and dining, right there on site. Yeah, this is definitely something you're going to want to be a part of. Check out Black Desert Resort. And again, we thank you for joining us here on Real Golf Radio. You know what's exciting, Bob? It feels like everything's mm. back up and running again. You know, we've got yeah. the PGA Tour in the desert. California Swing kicked off this week. LPGA's playing their tournament of champions at Lake Nona. The Champions Tour, they stayed in Hawaii to keep giving us those luscious views from Hualalai. Besides, that's a, is that not the most fun Hawaiian word to say? Hualalai.
1: Hualalai. I love it.
3: Yep. Yeah, Uh And then the, the Corn Fairy tours down in the Bahamas. Great eczema. So there are... Or, eczema, or however you want to say that. Eczema sounds yeah. kind of bad. Like, that's a skin condition. Eczema's better. Yeah, eczema. Eczema. is Exuma. good. Okay, we'll go with that. Yeah. So, the, yeah. those guys are playing down in, in the Bahamas. So, it's, it's good. It feels like we got the full schedule and, and things are back up and running. And there really hasn't been a whole lot of disruption uh, from the Live Boys, although we did, of course, hear a big story this week that they have a television contract uh, with the CW. I. Teased that you know it'll be sandwiched between Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Judge Judy. <laughs> Nevertheless, at least they're that they, you know they're touting the number of households that carry the 120 CW 20
4: million, they're saying,
3: right? So that's obviously a lot of televisions, a lot of households. It's just a matter, of, I don't remember turning on the CW no, like ever. I think maybe the did,
4: demographic is definitely not right down the lane for. Golfers.
3: I think sometimes they've used it perhaps as a uh, holdover during March Madness. If they put additional mm-hmm. games on there or something like that, that might be the only time I can remember going to the C-Dub. But nevertheless, I, you know, it's funny because I will say this in Liv's defense, everybody was bashing them for having the YouTube thing. And then they signed the CW thing and everybody starts bashing them for the CW thing, telling them how much better <laughs> YouTube was. I, 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 I will say this: I'm not conditioned, and I, I golf's demographic is, I think, getting younger, but is still fairly experienced. <laughs> it's a bunch yes. of old. Oh, it's a bunch of us old guys. Let's just put it. But anyway, I I don't think we're conditioned to go to YouTube to watch golf. Now, YouTube TV, on the other hand, if they could have gotten something with YouTube TV, now that's a different story. In my opinion, YouTube TV is. I mean, it's it's the best TV experience yeah. that you could have. And so, you know, fine. But, but again, they just play the regular cable and, you know, mm-hmm. channels that you would otherwise have. So it's just interesting. So I, I will say that in their defense. They're sort of damned if they do, damned if they don't. Nevertheless, I don't know that you want to really showcase your talents on the CW, but at least they did. Let me ask you this too, Bob. The, one of the big yeah. the big deals with Live Golf was the international aspect of it. And yet they're touting the big u.s. television contract is that i mean how, how how does that play in or is it just maybe a stepping stone in what they're trying to do
4: well first of all um it's going to stream one day on cw's um streaming platform
3: their app and then on the, their app which by the way does anybody app, even yeah. know that cw had an app okay sorry go on i didn't
4: either yeah. and then the other two days are going to be on the cw person uh channel cable channel um Anything at this point for them is a stepping stone uh, to 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 gain some validity as far as um, golf competition is concerned and their golf competition. So that was that was paramount for them to be able to get a TV contract at some point. Um, and sell the rights fees and not have to pay for it themselves. Um, well, we don't know that they did that, that.
3: We don't know that they did. They said it was a mutually beneficial deal. Which well, articles have said that they've sold they've
4: sold the right fees and CW is taking the is, is has bought the right fees. Well, right I'm sure fees. that
3: that's part of it. I just don't, I'm not sure it's a hundred percent one way as it would be in maybe another sport. Yeah. There's probably some incentives yeah. in there.
4: Yeah, and and uh, and then the other thing is that. They did that here in the United States, but they still don't have a deal for over in the UK and that kind of thing. So, you know, having done one is a big deal because, you know, the PGA Tour and golf in the U.S. is is the biggest stage in the world right now. But they still need to get the other part um, and hook that in, and it'll be interesting to see if they do that as well.
3: Mm. I wonder – if they're taking a bit of a different tactic this year because it doesn't seem to be quite as disruptive. Is that the, I just, that just feels like the In right your word. face, volatile yeah. in it, your face. It just yeah. felt like there was so much contention and now it's like, maybe they wanted to, to, to disrupt and now they're going to try to fit in. Maybe that's Get stage along. two. I don't know. No, no, I don't think they're interested in getting along. They want to fit in with the, right. the, the golf fan. And, Perhaps there were some consultants, advisors, what have you, that said, yeah. "Hey, look, yeah. trying to continue to divide the golf fan base isn't isn't working." I mean, that got you right. that got you in the door, but now you need to find a way to coexist, right? You're not putting the PGA Tour out of business, and I'm sure they're telling them the PGA Tour is not going to put you out of business. And so, mm. from that standpoint, try to figure out a way to exist, coexist here, and provide a platform that people will feel good about wanting to watch and, and get over all the bad press, right? You've already got the money right. where the money's coming from and all of those issues. So then being the disruptors and attacking what people, you know, the beloved establishment, the PGA tour, I think backfired a lot of, in, in a lot of ways. I, I talked to a lot of people that can't stand it because it yeah. disrupted what we have all enjoyed watching over the years. Now yeah. there's been some good things that have come from the disruption there's been some changes, these elevated events, best players playing more often together, those types of things. Correct. Purses have been raised, players will benefit. But yeah. the average golf fan doesn't care how much the players are making unless they they just want to see a good product and a good show, and part of seeing a good product and a good show is having the best players playing together.
4: Yep. Yeah. And and exactly. And not necessarily, you know, I think I think when you when you think about the public and you think about golf, you, th- you still think about 72 holes, you think about a cut, all that kind of thing. And the thing that really kind of feels kind of rinky-dink about the whole thing is 54 holes, no cut, shotgun starts. That's what people think about, as far as I'm concerned, that's what people think about when they think of LIB.
3: So do you think that Liv would have been better off to have gone traditional 72-hole golf? Because I think part of their whole deal was to say we're going to we're going to offer you know don't blink this whole idea right all of their marketing was around this new and improved product of professional golf that they were going to be showcasing that the PGA tour refused to see and yeah. they're going to and, and so they pitted themselves as the fun exciting side of pro golf where the PGA tour is the bore boring, you know, same old stuff that you fall asleep to on a Sunday afternoon. I think that was their marketing pitch. So if they had gone with the same format as the PGA tour, maybe it would have been less compelling or, or less created less intrigue anyway.
4: Well, I, by throwing out what they did um, and making that their stick, um, then it allowed the controversy, especially with world golf rankings and that kind of thing, to be able to be slow tracked because no cuts, 54 holes is is strictly against what, for the most part, the world ranking have. Uh,
3: yeah, they that's don't a good abide point. by. That's a good point. Uh, yeah. that, that So that backfired so, on them that because it of did the world ranking. Yeah.
4: Now they're going to have to wait like. You know, most people are thinking now they're going to have to wait at, probably at least through this year before guys are going to start getting world ranking points if they don't play, like, on the on the DP World Tour or something like that. And and let's not forget, in another month, DP World Tour is going to have their class action lawsuit and um, resolved uh, that uh, that the players did against DP World Tour, and then. We're going to see what's going to happen with that Yeah, that'll as well. be interesting.
3: Yeah, for sure. So a lot of, good, a lot of interesting uh, news and notes coming out of there. But, hey, the good news, as I mentioned, at the right off the top, we've got all these events being played, exciting stuff happening in the game of golf. We had back-to-back eagles by a rookie out there in the desert. That's how you go out and make your mark, get it done, go low. you got to go low out there in the desert. Hey, Troy Merritt's playing this week. He's a good friend of ours, and uh, he joined us for a little golf chat. Troy Merritt joins us next here on Real Golf Radio.
1: That's 800-817-2968. Let's say life knocks on your door and you
6: need money to live on or pay bills. What do you do? They can say yes when your bank says no. Call Knock now and get the cash you need out of your home. Knock is not a lender. Its products are not available in all markets. Terms and conditions apply.
1: 800-245-9187. 800-245-9187. 800-245-9187. That's 800-245-9187. Come on,
0: you watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes.
2: You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Talking golf with Brian Taylor and
3: Bob Casper.
5: One day you'll get
3: it. Here's Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you here on Real Golf Radio. Pleased to be joined by our next guest. He's a good friend of ours, two-time winner on the PGA Tour. Troy Merritt joins us right now from the desert. How you doing, Troy? Yeah,
7: I'm doing all right. Just, you know, getting older and slower and fatter and, it's just how it is out, yeah, out here these days.
3: Listen to you. What are you like? What are you like? 140 pounds now? No, that's about what I
7: graduated high school at. <laughs> I put on about 30 pounds since then.
3: Okay, so 170. I think you're going to be okay. Yeah. I think you're going to be. That's all right. why you yeah. hitting it longer. Yeah. <laughs> are you hitting it longer, Troy? Uh, no, the fairways were just running last week. Okay, all right.
7: <laughs> but it kept my it kept my driving distance over 290 for the year, so I felt pretty good about that. Nice. I should have played those courses more often. Yeah.
3: You should feel good if you're a stat patter. That's good. Hey, we talked a little bit about speed training last week. Bob and I are going to give it a go. We got a, you know, a good two or three months before it's going to be you know prime time golf season here in Utah and Idaho. So, uh, what what do you make of speed training? Have you ever done any of it?
7: No, it, it, it's not for me. Speed speed in my game usually causes the ball to go away to the right, so I just go ahead, dial it back, and get it in play. It's what I've made my career on, and. I'm, I'm too old to be changing now. I don't I don't want to exert that much effort. My just it's not right for my the way I swing and the way I see the game or play the game. So I'll let everybody else do it. I'll just pop it out there with my hundred and nine mile an hour club head speed and hundred and sixty five mile an hour ball speed and see if I can't last a few more years.
3: Hundred and nine is just popping it, Bob. Yeah, I'm hoping the speed training it, can get me to 109. Out there. <laughs>
4: <laughs> you know, so, as funny as last week, uh, Fred Funk tried to qualify and uh, missed in a nine-man playoff for one spot, and he said he was hitting at 2:30 off the tee and keep and uh, and made it into that playoff for one of the spots.
7: Yeah, I mean, if you keep the ball in front of you and play and, and hit greens and make a few putts, you're right there. I mean, obviously you've got to continually put it together week in and week out to be efficient, but, uh, yeah, you don't have the room for error when guys are rooming it down Then they can wedge it in nine times around and maybe make four or five birdies.
3: I don't remember Troy Merritt joining us. Are you, do you watch stats? Are you kind of a stat guy or do you not really pay too much attention?
7: Uh, I look at them. Um, I, you know, I, I pay attention. I don't like the ones that I'm not very good at. So I got to try to, you know, obviously better those, but, uh, and I like to know what I'm doing well at. So, you know, maybe I can keep my focus off those from time to time, but uh, no, I look at them.
4: So do you use them as, do you use them as a way to, to, uh, focus your practice or anything like that?
7: A little bit. If if the stats are really poor, then yes. But usually, I just go off of you know what was working and what wasn't last week, um, and you know what do I need to focus on, and and you know what golf course am I playing this coming week? You know, is it uh, do I need to have my wedge dialed in a little bit better? Do I need to focus on making sure I hit the, you know the fairways with driver this week? Do I need to work on eight foot downhill left to riders? You know, is it Bermuda grass? Is it you know polo on the greens? Uh, there's a lot that goes into it, but uh, stats are definitely a part of it.
3: So this is what I find interesting. I was looking at your season so far, and let's just like look at back in September, you tied for 59th at Fortinet, and then in November you tied for third at Mayacoba. And I, like I'm looking at your stats, and you know, for instance, you hit more greens at Fortinet than you did at Mayacoba. Your driving accuracy was a little better in Mexico. Distance wise, you were further at Fortinet. Um, Your sand saves are about the same. Ball striking was probably a little bit better in California, and you know, and yet there was a massive. There's a 12 shot difference on the par four. So I mean, I look at that and I'm like, I don't, I don't know how, I don't know how you like, how does that all add up to you know, one of them you end up with uh, what what were you like? uh, I can't remember 16 under versus three under.
7: I'll, I'll give you a, a little bit of help. I actually brought it up with my candidate today. I said, if you look at all of my stats, they are fairly poor right now. And the outlier is in Mexico because there's no shot tracker, shot link. The driving distance is only recorded on, I think, two holes down in Mexico. Uh, you know, all you basically have is driving accuracy, greens regulation, putts per round, sand saves, scrambling. You don't have any of the refined data that we have now on the tour that Shawlink provides. You're going straight back to the dinosaur age. So none of the good, good stuff that I did in uh, Mexico, like I did really well, none of those stats are on my normal stats Mm. except for putts per greens regulation, how many putts I had for the round. Right. (laughs)
3: And so that, you, there's, there's your answer. Okay, all right. So that that's why it doesn't add. And yet at the same time, I I, I kind of miss those old stats because I could quantify those in my mind easier than the strokes gain stuff. But I, I guess there's a, there's a method to the madness.
7: Well, and, and you know, and like in Mexico, I think my greens regulation percentage was. I, I mean, I can't even remember it was. I probably hit probably sixty five percent of greens or so, which is around my average what I remember down there is when I did miss I was on the fringe and I was putting a lot. Mm. So a lot of yeah. those, you know, I mean, my scrambling might've been, I don't know, 80%, but I might've been, you know, 12 out of 12 with the putter and only had to chip, you know, I was four out of five at chipping or something like that. Yeah.
3: Interesting.
7: Yeah. That's so, I mean, it's the same thing this week. You won't have shot tracker at uh, Laquita or at the Nick tournament. It'll just be fairway percentage. Green percentage, they'll have two driving holes on the golf course and they'll have putts per round pretty much and there won't be anything else.
4: Yeah, old school, uh, one driving hole per nine and uh, yep. and then all the other stuff. So how do you prepare for three golf courses like you're doing this week there in the desert?
7: Uh, yeah, you know, the nice thing is is that um, I've, I've, I've played here for a decade and played two school here um, a few times besides that. Uh so I, I know my way around the golf courses, there's a couple uncomfortable tee shots that you have to deal with. Uh, today, I decided just to play nine holes at the Nick course, nine holes at the Stadium course. Tomorrow, I'll play nine holes at La Kington. I've got a, a, a sponsor outing with Titleist. Um, but for the most part, it's, you know, come in, uh, just kind of get the blood moving a little bit uh, you know after a, a lengthy travel from Hawaii. You know the golf courses, all the greens are pretty much the same. The courses, you know, they're all in really great shape. It's just, you know, know, making sure you're hitting, uh, you know, quality shots and uh, and just rolling the rock. It's just, they're just, they're just golf courses. I mean, you know your game, you know, you can pitch your game to the golf course and uh, there's just, there's nothing sneaky about them. You just have to step up at game time and send it.
3: Troy Merritt joining us here on Real Golf Radio. When you approach a golf obviously you've been out there for a long time and so you've had an opportunity to you know in in some ways select you know which courses you play and tournaments you play what when you get to a golf course what is it that suits your eye what is it that you say you know what this this fits me and my game and i feel like i got a really good shot versus some of the other courses maybe that don't uh i always like
7: going to uh nicholas design because i knew i could hit a cut off the tee and be totally fine and I've always liked going to, um, Don Roth and, and Pete Dye courses because you get to use your imagination a little bit. So I know going into, you know, we have several events uh, on those, uh, golf courses throughout the year. And usually I do fairly well on them. You have our odd years where I don't, but you just know that, you know, those, those designers in particular are, uh, played the game or saw the game similar to the way that I do. And, uh, and, and obviously I appreciate that. And I know that I'm going to play well in those courses like this week. we got Pete day on the stadium, not a lot of success here, but I usually play just fine on the stadium. Uh, it's, uh, the Nick, the Nick, it gets me here. Um, and I, and I don't know why, because you know Jack Nicklaus, you can hear a little cut out there. And I just, for whatever reason, it hasn't worked for me, but uh, in general, it's, you know, who's the designer? Uh, how does it, how does it just look to you? How does it feel to you? And then you go play.
3: Grass surfaces, does that matter at all to you? Bermuda, Poe, Uh, Yes. Um, uh, you know, I always thought
7: that I started my career. I always putted well on Bermuda, even though I'd never played it growing up. And now I don't putt as well on Bermuda, so that's shifted. Uh, You know, we go play these courses like Coba uh, this last winter. Uh, past Palum, never putted well on Pass Palum. This was last year. Putted fantastic on Pass Palum. Uh <laughs> But uh, you know, we go to Pebble. Never played well at Pebble on the Poa greens, even though I grew up on Poa. Now I've played well on Pebble green the last three, four years. <laughs> I don't know. Things are kind of rotating. Now I just I've been out here long enough, and I just know that however you're feeling coming into the week, you can go ahead and, and throw that out to a certain extent because you've got to play the golf course that's in, in front of you, and it can be completely different than what you did. Uh, last week, but you, you've got to go and just get the shots this week. So there's no reason yeah. to draw stock And if you played well or you played poorly last week, just it's a new week. It's a new start. And, and this is what's in front of you. You got to go get it.
4: Yeah. So um, besides golf, Jay Monahan made some uh, um, comments regarding uh, elevated events that he wants cuts in them, that kind of thing. Have you heard anything as far as size of fields or, um, anything that's that hasn't been put out there, um, so to speak, um, yet, but but as far as insights on what those elevate events will entail.
7: You know, I'll I'll, I'll be very honest with you, and I know this is going to come as as a shock to everybody listening, but <laughs> I am not on Jay Monahan's speed dial.
1: <laughs> 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 I,
7: I, I, I mean, I honestly, the only thing I know is the four elephant events outside of the invitationals and the majors. Uh, I plan on, on playing in those events. I don't know. For, you know those I think the field sides are going to stay the same. I think the invitational field sizes are staying the same, but if they're not, then that's news to me. I, I really don't know. Um, yeah. I just know when I show up that week that we're playing for a lot more than usual. And I'm going to try to play well, and we'll just see what happens.
3: Troy, you've always been transparent in understanding that stars drive the league and that type of thing, but also that it's important to provide a platform and an opportunity for the journeyman player for the rest of the guys out there to be able to work their way in. And so one of the things when these elevated events were announced, you said, look, I just hope they don't limit it to, you know, 60 guys so that there's a, an opportunity to get into the event. And then if I play well and there's a cut, then I can earn that elevated money, which will elevate my status and give me the opportunity to, to continue to, to climb towards the top. Is that, I'm, I'm maybe explain a little bit of that. And do you feel like that's the direction it's going?
7: Yeah, and I, I, g- golf is in good shape right now. It's, it's, uh, we have so many good players. Like I say, the stars absolutely drive the game. Everybody out here uh, will, will confirm that. And we're out here, you know, I, I always joke with you guys I'm a bottom feeder out here and just kind of go along and, and collect what the stars leave behind. But uh, you still have to remember that everybody else in the field that isn't in the top 10% is a really good golfer, one of the oh, best yeah. in the world. Uh, so you know, it's not like it's 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 scrubs out here. Just uh, you know, just we're just trying to fake it. You know, we actually can play the game. Uh, yeah, when it comes to the, the elevated events, you, you have your four that are in the the, the standard uh, schedule. You know, which is good for the guys that don't get into the elevated events, the the, um, the majors or the uh, the invitationals. But it, it really makes you want to play even better because you've got to get inside the top 70 now just to make the playoffs. And if you're inside the top 70, that gets you into the invitationals for the next year, which are all elevated purses now. So they're just putting uh, more emphasis on the guys that have the top 10, the top five, the top 15 finishes on a consistent basis. Those are the guys that are going to get into the, the big events. So that makes, you know, all the rest of us, the, the other 90% work, you know, that much harder or focus that much more to make sure we can get into those events because they're massive now on the PGA tour and you don't want to miss them.
3: Yeah. And you finished what? 68th last year. So that gets uh, you into them this year.
7: I was 62, I think last year, or 66, I was, I was in the 60 somewhere, but yeah, I get in all the invitationals, uh, just not the majors. And you know, you can work your way into the majors good play, uh, the invitationals are a little harder to get into if you're, if you don't finish in the top seven from the prior year, it just means you have to play really well at the start of the year and kind of backdoor your way into those. So you'd rather get it done the year before, uh, like we have the last couple of years. But uh, yeah, you, you don't want to miss them. I mean, they're fantastic golf courses, fantastic. The uh, You play the best in the game and now you're playing for massive prize money. It's, it's just, it's a fantastic way to test your abilities against the best in the world.
4: Yeah. And isn't that the great thing about the game and the PGA tour is that you have that opportunity when you play and when you play better to move yourself up, up, up the, the ladder, so to speak, um, and take advantage of those opportunities. Like you said, like the, the invitationals and, um, getting into the playoffs and those types of things.
7: Yeah. And, and I, I'll, I'll let you know that there's two different four tournament stretches that I'm playing this year. Uh, waste management, uh, Genesis, and then Bay Hill and the players. Those are, I'm playing those four tournaments in a row, all of them elevated purses. All of them are going to have fantastic fields. And then when you get to May, I mean, I have to qualify for the PGA Championship uh, just on the outside looking in right now, but you've got the PGA, then Colonial, you got Memorial, and then uh, two weeks before the PGA, I'm planning on playing you know, Quail Hollow in Charlotte. All four of those events are elevated purses, great fields, uh, so that, that, that will be different, uh, from the last several years, you know, I've played those tournaments in a row, uh, before, but there's just going to be something a little bit different with, you know, yeah. the, the purse sizes as, and, and making sure all the best uh, names in the field or in the, in the game are right there.
3: Yeah. Well, i i according to PGA .com, you're 99th in the world. So that gets you in the PGA, right?
7: Uh, you need to be what is it? Okay. You gotta be top top seventy on the PGA points list from one PGA to the next. Usually that's basically money, and it's usually well now since purses are elevated, it'll be like you know one point eight to two million points or dollars between one PGA and the other one. And then they go off the world ranking, and it's usually you know it gets down into the seventies or eighty. Uh, on the world ranking, so no, just because I'm in the top 100 does not make me eligible for the PGA mm. Championship. Right. right
3: now. I thought I always That'd heard nice. them brag about, "Hey, we got all top 100 in the PGA Championship." Seems like that's yeah. their that's their shtick. So I just assumed. I guess I thought top 100 in the world well, just, got into PGA. The,
4: the thing about it is, you go you just go out and you go out and win a tournament. Troy, go out and win a tournament, get in the Masters, <laughs> and you get in all the majors.
3: Just like yeah, that, Troy. Yeah, There you go. Just like we, we that. Did, we,
7: we, we just talked about, you know, even when the elite players aren't in the field, that everybody else is still the <laughs>
1: best in the world. <laughs> <laughs> all
3: right, Troy, one more time. You mentioned you, you kind of were keeping track. W- what number are you hoping tournaments played in your career that first week of April?
7: Yes, I'm trying to get a win uh, here in the next few events so that my 300 start on the PGA Tour is at Augusta National. That would be awesome. pretty cool. That would be awesome. awesome. That's right, 300. And, that's and pretty it, cool. And
3: it and it only
7: makes sense because I've been a mainstay out there. Anyway, it might as well be my 300 event. I've never missed the Masters.
3: Yeah, right. <laughs> that's right. Oh, hey, you know, <laughs> you you've been there though. That's that's saying something, I, right? I've, you've been there. I, I've been. I got to play in it at once.
7: I don't know. I mean, I would love to play in it, but at least, you know, even till now I can say that I've played, I've never three putted during the Masters tournament.
3: And that's, I don't know how many people can say that. That's a good point. That's exactly right. They might qualify that stat with a minimum of minimum number of rounds, but then there again, (laughs) I can appreciate that. That is good.
7: And you know, it would make sense for me to get a win or at least play well enough early and get inside the top 50 in the world to, to make it to Augusta and then three putt the first hole, and then you might you might see the first person ever walk off the golf course after one hole of the master you, you know what I'm done. I three you putted. can't
3: out. you can't do that because yeah, Ernie Els five putted that hole once and he kept playing, so you can't walk off with a three putt. Yeah, I walk off. I make a name for myself. <laughs> I love it. Troy, thanks for joining us, man. It's always good to catch up with you and uh, wishing you the best through this season. And man, I, I hope we're, I hope we're there on uh for, for that 300th start there, that first week of April. That'd be pretty sweet. Yeah. All right, guys. I appreciate it. We'll talk to you later. Yeah. Have a good okay. week. Troy Merritt, two time winner on the PGA tour, joining us playing the Amex this week out in Palm Springs. We'll take a short break. More of the show next.
0: Everyone expects distance from their driver we're shifting the paradigm to deliver far more than that. We constructed the first ever 360 carbon chassis. It's 44% lighter than titanium, shifting weight to actively enhance both distance and forgiveness. Now you get 15% tighter downrange dispersion in our longest driver ever. This is the new paradigm in performance from Callaway, the kings of distance.
3: We all love heading to St. George for year-round fun, especially golf. But where to stay is always a challenge, and getting a tee time can be tough. What's been missing is a Scottsdale-style golf resort where you can stay and play and own your own residence. That's why we're building Black Desert Resort at Entrada, offering exceptional amenities from a spa, world-class dining and shopping, water park, and a Tom Weiskopf championship golf course. It's literally an outdoor paradise. Find out about exclusive real estate opportunities available now at blackdesertresort.com. Um. This is not
0: about splitting hairs. It's more precise than that. It's knowing to one one thousandth of an inch that every layer of every Chrome Soft is manufactured precisely, which we confirm with proprietary 3D X-ray. Precision technology is not an industry standard, but it is ours. You can hope your ball performs consistently, or you can know it will with precision technology. Chrome Soft, better for the best. Better for everyone. There are currently two million American spouses and children whose family member was killed or disabled in defense of our country, which is why I founded the Folds of Honor, providing educational scholarships to the families of 1% of the Americans who protect our freedom.
2: Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor.
0: Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Please join our squadron today. Your $13 a month speaks
6: volumes and changes lives forever.
0: It looks like a blade. It feels like a blade. But it performs unlike any other. The new Odyssey Tri-Hot 5K is a radical departure from traditional thinking. With multi-material construction, a shallow CG, and MOI over 5,000, we've actually made the blade forgiving. The days of sacrificing performance for looks and feel just ended. The new Tri-Hot 5K, it's a blade unlike any other. From Odyssey, the number one putter on tour. Sometimes, less is more. Like creating a revolutionary new raw face to maximize spin in every possible condition. But other times, more is more. Like taking the most aggressive groove and golf and adding even more advanced wedge technology, like optimized tungsten weighting. It takes true innovation to deliver pure spin in its rawest form. The new Jaws Raw from Callaway.
2: to Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper.
3: And this segment is brought to you in part by Callaway Golf and the new Paradigm Irons. A first in forging Callaway's Paradigm Irons combine their AI designed forged 455 face with the all new speed frame. They've designed they they're designed for golfers who are looking for a player's distance iron. With a refined shape and premium forging, so I'm I'm listening to that Bob, and I'm looking at the picture here mm-hmm. on CallawayGolf.com, and they look like they look like a work of art. They look really sexy, right? And they look—it's <laughs> a good shape. It's a, it—but they're saying a player's distance iron. And when we we're talking to D Nev's, he thought this is something I'd at least give a try. And I have been a big Apex Pro guy for a long time. I know you yeah. like the Apex too. Yeah. But it said maybe just get a little more distance. And and I'm thinking, you know, I'm not getting any younger. I'm not getting any well, younger. So
4: I'm definitely in that range too. So
3: maybe. Maybe. So you're
4: saying there's a chance.
3: It did say that their optimum player handicap range is four to twelve.
4: Well, I'm getting closer to that. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Hey, they also have the X version for the 12-plus handicap, a little more game improvement. Check out CallawayGolf.com, CallawayGolf.com the all-new Paradigm irons uh they have the whole family there as well with the woods drivers uh hybrids irons all that stuff so check it out callawaygolf.com and uh, again thanks for joining us here thanks to troy Merritt. Uh, i love the conversation see we're talking about all these things and we're trying to decide i don't know what do you think about this or that on 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 gear like we try to geek out a little bit on gear and troy just troy's just like i don't know put the ball down (laughs) hit it put the ball down roll it i mean It's a pretty simple approach.
4: Sometimes the putter toes up, sometimes the putter (laughs) toes down. I just put the ball down,
3: roll it, and make it. (laughs) I I chuckle, but I mean, I I guess I expected that all of these tour guys were were gear geeks, but I guess not necessarily. Just go, they're tools of the trade, go do the business and move on.
4: You know, and after we we talked with Troy, um, I talked to him about, You know, he he understands he is comfortable with his game and knows how to play his game. And um, I just told him I thought I thought that was awesome because that's what my dad always told me when I turned professional. When I started playing is, you know, don't have donkey ears and listen to everybody else and be chasing stuff and length and all that kind of thing use with what use, what brought you and be smart, use your head. And, and Troy understands that. And I think that's really, really cool.
3: We were talking about speed training and how we were going to undergo some of that, but um,
4: he said, that's not me.
3: That's not what he's trying to do. And that's okay. That's all right. Yeah, no, it's great. Yeah. So anyway, uh, Hey, one of the interesting discussions, and by the way, still to come on the back nine hour, number two Rex Hoggard from golf channel will join us and America's favorite caddy will stop by as well. Hoggard put out a tweet, and it was interesting. They were standing at the range at La Quinta there in the desert, and he took a nice picture of it, and he said there was a discussion around whether this was the most scenic range on tour, and he said he's partial to Sea Island, and then a bunch of guys weighed weighed in on different ranges. And so we're going to ask Rex about that, but it's interesting. I think... I guess when I think about a golf range, I I think it's all part of it. Would you not agree?
4: It is part of it, but you know what? I wouldn't geek out on golf ranges as compared to the golf course.
3: Well, but yeah, but I think that's a big step. I mean, one of the things we talk about at our club all the time is the range. I don't suppose so much from a scenic value as a utilitarian value, right? How much... How much room do we need in order to be able to make sure you can hit drivers, make sure you got enough grass space for the number of the demand, you know, on the range? That type of thing, I guess, is maybe more the 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 targets that are out on the range as opposed to just having a flat ground with some poles or something like that. So it, it is interesting. The driving range sometimes is the forgotten, the forgotten piece, right? Mm-hmm. But then as yeah. I've watched what they've done at Black Desert and building that out, the driving range was clearly a point of emphasis. I mean, it is a beautiful range. It's got a great setting and in tremendous views. And then you've got the practice, you know, facility all around it from a chipping area, bunker area, uh, the 36 hole putting course, that type of thing. So you look at that kind of scenario and in a resort environment, the range was built with intention where I think is sometimes the range is just fit in especially on some of these older courses where they did it before technology and distance right. really evolved, huh?
4: Right. And, and uh, of course, you, you think about um, like a course like Riviera. Um, they've got a, a, a kind of a narrow kind of a driving range that goes out and then it kind of pinches in from right down to left um, and a big, huge, tall net that's probably 50 feet high, 60 feet high to try to catch golf balls um, the, the range at Harbor Town, it's not very wide. Um, it's, it's pretty, you know, the whole area is pretty with the Oaks and all that kind of stuff. And you're there in the South. So, so, um, but it's not a range where I go, Oh man, this is awesome. Um, you know, when I think about stuff like that, I think about standing down there on the range at Augusta national, e- even when you're just watching players hit, hitting up that, hitting up the, those fairways that they've created right to left and left to right and, and the media center down at the far end. I think that's, that's a gr- beautiful setting.
3: Yeah, but think, um, contrast that to the old one, the old range. The old range wasn't very oh, yeah. good. You were hitting into that net right on no. Washington Road. You're, exactly, you know? 100%. And, and then on the other side of Magnolia Lane, you had the caddies that would go stand out in the middle of the field and players would chip at them. Remember that? Yep. That was the little short game areas. Yep. They would stand there, and the yep. guys would chip at them, and they'd move distances. So, yeah, they've, they've eliminated all of that and created this world-class yep. practice facility, and that's really the future. I mean, I, I think if you're building a, a country club, a private club, a golfing club specifically, and, and I say that meaning, you know, is it going to be more specific for golf than it is for some of the other amenities? You've got to make sure that you have a state-of-the-art practice facility because the guys are into that. A lot agree. of guys want to spend as much time working on their game in, an, in a really nice facility as they do getting out and playing the golf course, right? Yeah. So, Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. you got to make that a marquee point of your whole situation with the golf course and development, definitely.
3: One of my favorite golf courses I ever played uh, is Portland Golf Club. Absolutely mm-hmm. just a phenomenal layout. And their range is about think uh, like five or six stalls and it's mm-hmm. turf and it's all netted out and it's right in the middle of the golf course. There's like they it was yeah. looked like clearly an afterthought. Yeah. You can basically loosen up with it. Is about all you can do. But but hey, that didn't take away from the experience of playing that golf course. So I think you, to nope, your point, not at all. Don't geek out on that. Now back to our question, and we don't have time to get into it. We will next hour. But the question of would you rather play Augusta National or any other golf course? We we got to get into that. We got we got to have some discussion. Love to Definitely. hear what you think on Twitter. Cypress Seminole Pine Valley anything. I don't know. Shinnecock, Ooh, all good places. Seems yep. like Augusta's kind of got that trump card uh, where they yep. are th- th- holding up that flag. So anyway, we'll talk more about that as well. Thanks for joining us. A little golf chat. Hope you enjoyed it. Brian and Bob here on Real Golf Radio.
0: Here's a simple solution for you. If you have back pain, knee pain, or any other pain in your body, it's as simple as drinking a glass of water every day. Your body is over 60% water, and drinking the best water you can get is crucial for your health. Call now and learn which Echo product by Synergy Science is right for
1: you. We offer free shipping and a full 30-day money-back guarantee. Change your health by simply changing your water. 800-944-1789. 800-944-1789. 800-944-1789. That's 800-944-1789.
6: If you're taking a calcium supplement, it's probably not doing what you think it is.
2: Talking golf with Brian Taylor
3: and Bob Casper.
5: One day you'll get
3: it. Here's Brian and Bob. Brian and Bob back with you here on Real Golf Radio. Thanks again for joining us here on the show. Still to come on the Back Nine, hour number two, we're going to welcome in America's favorite caddy, plus Rex Hoggard from Golf Channel. He's out of the desert at the American Express on the PGA Tour. He'll join us uh, for a little chat as well. And uh, thanks again to Troy Merritt, who joined us earlier this hour and had a little fun conversation with him. Hope you enjoyed that. If you missed it, All you have to do is follow us on Twitter, at RealGolf. We'll post all the interviews and the show in its entirety right there for you. Or you can just search for Real Golf Radio or Golf Radio, wherever your favorite podcasts are found. I'll tell you what, this Davis Thompson, we don't know a whole lot about him, but uh, he's making his mark. He's already got a top 10 finish as a rookie and now here he is uh, just kind of blistering the desert a little bit and uh, opened up with that 62 and um, playing some good golf in the second round as well. Don't forget, this is a three-round event before the cut is made before the final round because of the three-golf course rotation. So uh, it's going to be a shootout, as it always is. Stay tuned. Hi, this is Rick Tittle. Make sure to tune into my show, Titillating Sports, every Monday through Friday, and it'll be three hours from 9 to noon on the West Coast, noon to 3 on the East. Once again, Check me out, titillating sports, every weekday on Sports Byline.
1: You're listening to the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network.